Love the slow fade as usual. Uh, good morning, church. How's everyone doing today? We good? Good, good. Awesome. So great to see you here. Uh, just a, a quick heads up. Uh, today's going to be a little different. Um, I'm going to preach, but I'm only going to preach for about 10 minutes. And then we're going to gather as a body and pray. We're going to pray, okay? Um, why, why are we going to do that? Well, this week as I was spending time preparing my sermon, uh, the Lord repeatedly put on my heart. He said, I don't want you to prepare your sermon. I want you to pray. And so then I wouldn't have time to pray. I'd go and, I, and I'd pray. And then, and then I'd pray for like five minutes and I'd go to prepare my sermon and not get the memo from the Lord. And then I'm preparing, I'm finalizing my sermon last night and I'm contending in, 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 in prayer over this message because I'm not feeling it. There's something, there's a check in my gut that I don't think the Lord wanted me. I was like, should I preach a different text or, or, or what's going on? And the Lord says, uh, don't prepare your sermon. I want you to pray. So I spent about uh, 30 minutes in prayer last night and all of a sudden, uh, as I was asking and talking to the Lord, I got the idea uh, I finally caught the memo. Could have saved me a lot of time if I caught it earlier in the week. He says, I don't, I don't want you to preach another sermon. What the body of Christ needs right now is we need to pray. Amen? We need to pray. Um, it's, been a, it's, been, it's been a tough week. Sitting back in the comfort and safety uh, of uh, Northern Virginia and seeing what's taking place in Afghanistan, right now with the church and you all have seen or heard the, the just the horrific accounts of what's happening to the church and, and to the to the non-churched over there as well and as i was praying this week as i was praying uh earlier this week as news kind of broke out i asked the lord i'm man just 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 laid out my heart and i was like lord where are you in this how can this happen where are you and then uh, this is the impression I felt from the Holy Spirit immediately in that situation. The Lord says, Nick, you know dang well where I'm at. I crucified, I crushed my son to be present with my church, to pour out my spirit and fill my church. So Nick, the question I want to ask you is where are you? The question the Lord today I think would ask the church is where are we? Jesus has filled us. He is here. He is with his church, and he's given the church a commission to go to the ends of the earth and to preach the good news of Jesus Christ, the rescue, the redemption, the salvation that he's purchased in his death and resurrection, the wonder, the joy of knowing him, the wonder and joy of knowing him. And so here's what we're going to do. I am going to read a verse, and I'm going to talk about it. Um, a couple quick disclaimers here is, is this. is For some of you... Um, you might be having a mild panic attack right now <laughs> as we're talking about not doing a sermon. Like, change is difficult, right? And so if you're, if you're nervous and praying is hard for you, that's fine. That used to be. I know what that's like. I know how awkward it can be to, to tarry in prayer with maybe people you don't know. And, and, and maybe this is your, your first time here. And, um, but I just want to tell you, this is um, what we're going to see in the early church in Acts is that they didn't just gather to devote themselves to apostolic instruction. We see that the early churches, they devoted themselves to prayer. And so if you're new here at the transit, please, please hear this. Our goal at the transit is not to do church well. It is not to put on a performance. My end goal in life is not to preach good sermons. If you're here at the transit church for the first time, come join us. This is an invitation. Come join us. We want God to use us mightily to advance his kingdom in love to those that desperately need the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we want. That's what we want. And we can't do that in our own strength. We need God, Holy Spirit, to come upon us in power and thrust us to the harvest. I need it just as much as everyone needs it. We need a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit to go. Amen? 
Amen. And so as we've been haunted by what's happening in Afghanistan, that's not an invitation for us to doubt where God's out or what he's doing. No, no, no. This is a, this is a call to action. This is a call to action. I think in this season, as we're shifting from 2020 to 2020 continued, which is 2021, um, is this. Um, the Lord so badly, I think, wants the Western church, I'm preaching to myself, to shift from scriptural spectators to kingdom warriors. Coming and hearing a sermon preached like it's a baseball game, and instead of beer and nachos, we got our coffee and our lattes. And we sit back and we, we see what the Holy Spirit's doing through the early church, and we just sit back and commentate, Say, oh, I like that about it, didn't like that about it. Okay, honey, where do you want to go to lunch afterwards? And there's no obligation. There's no obligation. And, and the, 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 I think what the Lord wants to do is we can go through Acts, and this is exciting. This is encouragement. I love you guys. And, and for those of us, uh, the members here who've been here for a long time, we've been going through Acts, you all have said yes. And the Lord's stirring up something fresh and amazing in our midst. But, but here's what I want to say is this, is that we don't, or we don't read what's happening in the book of Acts from the, the nosebleeds, from the stands. We encounter God's word from the dugout. That you, are you tracking with me? That's the perspective we open up the Bible. It's from the dugout, not from the nosebleeds. The dugout is saying, all right, my turn's coming this week. As I leave this building, my turn to get up to bat and to swing is coming. This week, maybe next week, I'm going to have moments where I'm going to have opportunities. I'm going to be praying for opportunities to share my faith, to pray for the sick, to be used by God to advance his kingdom in love. And so that's the perspective that the Lord wants to shift his church in this season from. And as for this house, the transit church, oh, let it be said of us that we shifted from the comforts of being scriptural spectators to kingdom warriors. And so it's an invitation today. This is my invitation to you today is contend with us in prayer for, for three things. Personal renewal in our lives. I need a personal renewal in my life to thrust me to the mission field, to my neighbors. Uh, I am not content with my lack of compassion for the lost. I am not content with um, the few people that I've gotten to share my faith with this year. I'm not content with, with that. I want, I want God to use us and use me mightily in spite of me, in spite of my fears, in spite of my concerns, in spite of my, my worries and my idols of love of man. I want God to use my life. I want our church to say, oh, may the lamb who was slain receive the reward of his suffering through us, the nations. Okay? And so, Acts 4, um, I'll get done preaching so we can pray up. And then I'm going to talk about what the outline is for our prayer time. Acts 4, 23 through 31. The setting of this, we, we, we preached this a couple months ago, is the early church is on fire, Pentecost has happened, the Holy Spirit has filled them, and Peter and John get arrested by the same uh, group that uh, crucified Jesus. And they get arrested and they get released. And they go back to the church with this news of what happened. And there's a great shaking that takes place with the church. We're saying, hey, Lord, the kingdom is coming in power. People are being healed. Thousands are coming to know Jesus. Demons are being cast out of people. The kingdom's coming. And then persecution comes. And when the church, when the response of the church to this persecution is not to gather to hear Peter exegete Malachi 3. 
The reason they gather is together with one voice, they lift their voices to the Lord and say, God, we need a mighty move of the Spirit. The dying world needs you. We need you. And what, what 2020-2021 was was a wake-up call for us, church, awaking us from our sleep. I'm preaching to myself that we are not home yet. This world is sin-cursed, demonically infiltrated. And who's the hope? Who's the hope? We possess the hope of renewal and redemption and salvation to the ends of the earth, okay? And so we're going to pray that in Acts 4, 23 to 31. When they were released, they went to the friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, this is what, this is what the church did. When they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God. They prayed. They cried out. They said, we need you, God. The lost, they need you, God. We can't be content with where we've been. We can't just do what we've been doing. We need a fresh move of your spirit, O oh Lord. Together with one voice, sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said, by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage? And the people's plot in vain. The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city they were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. Verse 29, this is the prayer we're going to be praying today. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the whole the name of your holy servant jesus and watch 31 church this is watch 31 you and i are here the gospel went to the nations because of this prayer meeting let me cast vision for what could happen in this meeting thank god they were not content with being scriptural spectators Thank God that they were willing to together with one voice say, hey, in the midst of our brothers and sisters in Christ being martyred and tortured to death in Afghanistan, it's time for us to wake up and, 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 and seek the Lord. And seek the Lord together as a body, which we've been doing and what he's been stirring up, okay? And when they did this, when they didn't attend church, but when they collectively sought the Lord, what happened? Let's read. 31, and when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. So that's our prayer. Verse 29 is our, pray is our prayer today, Lord Jesus. Would you fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we continue to speak the word of your God, the word of God with boldness? Would you do that for the Christians in Afghanistan and Iran and across the globe? Would you do that for us locally and personally? So here's a simple outline of our time, church. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop talking here. And um, here's what it's going to look like. Three, three talking points, three prayer points. And, and, and after we're done praying, just for 30 minutes, just for 30 minutes, and church, I've been on staff for five years. Let me just ask you this question. Is it okay? Is it okay for one Sunday out of five years? One Sunday out of five years to take a break from a sermon so we can gather to pray. Is that okay? 
Amen, right? Amen. Okay, so here's the outline. One, we're going to be praying for renewal, that God would pour out His Spirit, not just over there, but right now with us, that I would be the instrument that the Lord uses so that the Lamb of God can receive the reward of His suffering. So one, for about 10 minutes, we're going to give you guys a gift, a gift. 10 minutes alone, right where you're seated, you can kneel, you can stand, you can pace the floor, you can do what you want, but for 10 minutes, just you and the Lord praying for personal renewal, and then I'll lead us into that prayer for personal renewal, and then after 10 minutes, Joe Workman's going to come up, and then we're going to pray for local renewal, being a local move of God in our immediate region, praying for our neighbors, praying for the Juvenile Detention Center, for Bren Mawr Elementary, those in the Section 8 house and the homeless population in our community, that God would move mightily and wonder, wonder, uh, wonder, um, um, in, in amazing ways, drawing men to himself. Locally, and Joe's going to lead us. And then Joe, after ten minutes, Joe's going to come up, and then lead us in a prayer for the nations, for the nation of Afghanistan, and for the nations that the Lord too would give us a heart for the nations that are right here, how we can partner with local ministries that are welcoming Afghan refugees. Um, and so, those are the three talking points. Um, I'm going to invite uh, Heather to come lead us uh, uh, with some 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 music. And um, for, uh, for the local renewal and the global renewal, part one is this. Right where you're seated, just spend 10 minutes with Jesus. Posture your heart to him. Come to him just as you are. Come to him just as you are. You don't have to morally flex. Like Joe was saying, it's the blood of the lamb that gets us to the throne of grace. It's the throne of grace, not condemnation. Okay? So we, so we go boldly, we go confidently, but just go just as you are with your lack. Your lack of boldness saying, Lord, I, I haven't shared my faith with somebody in years. Tell him that. And tell him, Lord, would you do something in my heart to, get, to make me burn with fire for the lost that don't know you, Jesus? That's a prayer of personal renewal. And then for the local and the global, here's the deal. If you're kind of COVID cautious, that's, you're welcome here. That's fine. Um, but we want to encourage you to break up into small groups of four to five people and pray uh, in those groups for, for both local renewal in our region and for global. But if you're here today and you'd rather not do that, just pray with your families, okay? Don't, don't feel the need to move your chairs or, or whatever. You have that liberty if you just want to pray alone. But that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to close. I'm going to um, uh, usher in our time uh, in prayer and go silent. And then Joe will come up at 1030 and then 1040 and then we'll be done at 1050. And I will close the service with one final worship song. I won't be leading the worship song, thank God. Uh, we'll take communion and then we'll be done right at 11 a.m. All right, so let's contend, church. Let's go to our king. He's present in our midst. And let's see what he does on the other end of this. Come on. What kind of, you know, you know who we serve. You know where he's seated. You know as well as I do, the grave is empty. And so we go to him in prayer to the God who can abundantly do than any, anything more than we, than we ask or think, Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. He can do more than anything we could ask or pray. So let's, let's, let's pray big prayers. Let's pray big prayers this morning. So let me pray for personal renewal. Father, we come to you, God, in need of your grace, God. Me being the foremost from this pulpit, I need your grace every second I breathe, God. And so would you come, Holy Spirit, and bring about renewal in our lives. May it start with me. Help us not to be content with sending others to the nations, God. But Holy Spirit, I pray right now, God, that you would, you would call families to go. 
Lord, haste the day when we're laying hands on people from the transit church and they're going to the nations to unreached people groups, Lord Jesus. So we posture our hearts for personal renewal. Repentance starts in the house of God. It has to. And repentance is a gift of God's grace to us. Oh, thank you for the invitation this morning, Jesus, that you're, you're giving us to come to you just as we are to receive fresh forgiveness. But let there be a pivot in our lives. Let there be a turn that can only come about through your Holy Spirit. And shift us, God. Shake us, God. Loosen the grip that idols have on our lives, Lord God. And if there's anyone here who's, who's bound with things they can't shake in their lives, would you bring healing to them right now, Lord God? Physical, spiritual healing, renewal in their lives, God. But Lord, I pray this prayer. I pray, Holy Spirit, you fall upon the transit church in this gathering like you did in Acts 4. That you would shake us, O oh God. Shake us, O oh God so that we can go and shake the nations for your kingdom, God. So come, Holy Spirit, and have your way with this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's past time, so uh, you can take your communion elements back to the basket. I want to relieve the kids' ministry, but I want to close our time with Revelation 7. Please focus on these words. Receive this benediction, and then we'll send you all on your way. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out. Why do we cry out with a loud voice? Because that's what they're doing right here in Revelation 7, this picture. And crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures and they fell on their faces before the throne and worship God, saying, Amen! Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Let that be true in Afghanistan. May be true in our region. Lord, the text continues. I might preach for a couple hours. Here we go. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes? And from where have they come? And I said to him, Sir, you know, and he said to me, these are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. And they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are martyred brothers and sisters in Afghanistan. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. And look at this beautiful picture. And we'll wrap up with this. And they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. 
The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. Why? For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen. Thank you for contending with us. Hands down, this has been my favorite worship gathering of all time. Um, and I hope it was for you too. And I think on the other end of this, the impression I get is some big things are going to happen in our region and in our church. The Lord honors that. The Lord honors when we put our agenda aside and we go with his agenda. Because his agenda is a whole lot better than ours. Amen. So God bless you, Transit Church. We love you. Thank you so much. We know this was new for you. Come back next week and uh, we'll see what the Lord does. Amen. All right. God bless.